0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today.
1: On this episode of the Heat Check, it's a special interview with Mavericks beat reporter Grant Aseth of Sports Illustrated here to talk about his world tour of basketball that took him from the FIBA World Cup in the Philippines to the Middle East, as well as to answer any and all questions about what the fuck are the Mavs up to this season? We'll also cover some of the most interesting debuts in the preseason, as well as cover any of the news that you might have missed. Gotta get moving, William. Fighting off a migraine, drop that generic ass beat right now, that should be Rihanna.
0: Break, we're breaking down all the biggest NBA storylines. You're tuned in to the Heat Check. The Heat Check with Trista Crick, the best
1: podcast covering all the drama around the association. All right, let's start out with some news from around the league. We'll start in the NBA front office where the league has announced something uh, very cool. Inte Huang, a dude who packed up and moved his family 7,000 miles. From South Korea to North Jersey, just to pursue his lifelong dream of being an NBA referee. Could you imagine? Like Scott Foster would never, right? Like Scott Foster would never move to South Korea if if South Korea was the is the hub of of basketball. Everyone's got to pursue their dream. I just don't know why you would want to move seven thousand miles to be hated by like four hundred and fifty dudes and then like. I don't know, millions of Americans. This is a guy who's going to be squarely on the ref report this year. He was just named, though, a full-time staff referee for the 2023-2024 season, which is very dope. This is a very funny story in general, very heartwarming, but very funny. Uh, He has an incredible story that was just covered in the Washington Post by Ben Golliver, friend of show. Uh, But the short of it is uh, he picked up the basketball bug as a kid, got into refing in college, and then work games in five continents. Me really likes reffing, uh, before being asked to be, <laughs> attend the NBA's reffing school in Fort Lee, New Jersey, where you scored high enough marks to get invited to the G League, then the Summer League, and finally the NBA. Like, what? These five continents? Beep. Just a, beep, beep. that's a travel. Uh, one thing the league has done a good job of is diversifying its ref over the past decades. They've expanded internationally as well, and that is now the next logical step. The percentage right now of foreign-born players in the NBA is 22%, so that makes a lot of sense to try to get closer to that in the in the world, in the realm of NBA referees. I'm going to be looking into Inte. Uh, For sure, more, because anyone who loves, uh, it's kind of like masochistic, is it not? Like uh, It's just, I don't understand it. It's tremendous. Hopefully, we're not going to have to cook him for being the South Korean Scott Foster. No skits in Tay. No taking money for shaving points either. I'm sure on five continents, you've learned that. Uh, Let's move on. Let's take a look at some of these preseason debuts, shall we? Starting in Houston, who are my league pass, 2023 league pass team of the year. OKC is so passe, so last year. It's the Pacers folks and the Houston Rockets playing in the preseason. Dylan Brooks saw his first action in H-Town, and guess what he did? Uh, Dylan Brooks things. Can I ask you if things went well? Well, what do you think, baby? It's Dylan Brooks. Uh, How You know they did not go well. You know they did it. Uh, Dylan Brooks is calling himself Dylan the Villain, and so you must be doing villain things to keep up with that nickname. He got ejected. Tristan, what did he get ejected for? He hit Daniel Tice in the nuts. Yeah. Daniel Tice wasn't even supposed to be playing in the game. All of a sudden, he's got an ice pack on his crown jewels. He wishes he hadn't been playing in that game, I bet. So this is what happened. Tice set a screen at the top of a key. Dylan Brooks went, chop And hi ya him in the, hi ya him in the dick. Refs took a look at it, and they were like, all right, you got to go, baby. You got to go. Hit the showers. It hasn't even been one game into the NBA season yet, and Dylan Brooks is back to doing Dylan Brooks things. After the game, Dylan said this. I tried to navigate a screen. I might have tapped him below the waist, (laughs) but he got right back up. So, I don't know. It's just weird that every time that happens to me, I think I get picked on. So, I guess this is a part of my reputation. This is going to be a very fun season for Ime Udoka and the Houston Rockets to start Start figuring out how how Dylan Brooks is going to play Ime Udoka's defense stifling defense without getting kicked out every game. I promise you he is going to engage in one more nut shot. I promise. He also said this in his post game. What's my name? What's my name? Dylan the villain. Are we serious with this? Like, Are we serious? We're going to be uh, watching Dylan Penicillin the villain uh, all year. We're not done talking about Houston though, not by a long shot. Maybe it was a good thing that uh, Dylan Brooks got tossed because Houston had two other players that I wanted to watch very carefully. Cam Whitmore was one. Cam Whitmore was a player that I was loving at Villanova. He was considered to be a top-five pick, and then he slides all the way to 20, and people think, oh, maybe it's because his knees are not right. Some people said it's because his attitude is not right, but all I know is that Cam Whitmore has been balling ever Fucking sense trying to put the league on notice that hey, you guys passed on me. So the Rockets end up getting two top five picks in the span of 20 picks. That 20th pick, by the way, was the Clippers uh, that they gave away for, I want to say maybe Eric Gordon. Anyway, Cam Wentmore made his debut and he was electric. 15 points, six for 10 shooting, three for four from three, four rebounds, a steal in 16 minutes. He was a plus 21 when no one on the Rockets was better than a plus 14. Is this the Cam Whitmore team? Is this the Cam Whitmore show? We talked about why he slipped in the draft, and it's very still in under speculation, but uh, I don't think he has character issues. He's a big boy too. You see him in person, and he's, he's very strong looking, very. He kind of has like a body like Grant Williams, but he's he plays more like a guard. He played under control the whole game, worked hard on defense. That's the hardest thing for a young player to do. He's going to be, I think, a real asset for Ime Udoka, and I think Ime Udoka is going to reward him with a ton of playing time. Amen, Amen Thompson had his debut, and he had a box score that might, might make you think he was just terrible. One for nine from the field. But listen, man, his game's not about scoring. He had nine rebounds. That was leading the team. He had three assists, a steal. He was a plus nine for the game. When you shoot one for nine and you're still a a positive plus minus in the game, like that just tells you how good you actually are. The mark against him coming into the draft was, of course, his shot. And that uh, that's not that slash line's not dispelling any rumors, folks. He's not a good shooter. He's not. I don't know. I don't know if he's ever gonna be a good shooter, but. What's encouraging, Ben Simmons, take notice, nine shots. He was one for nine. It wasn't one for four, and he was like, fuck it, I'm going to stop shooting so everyone can stop making fun of me for being a bad shooter. He was like, I'm going to chuck this baby nine times. And for a rookie, that's pretty impressive. Like, I like that. Uh Rockets aren't counting on Eamon Thompson to score 20 a game unless they're all from the free throw line or inside the paint. He's going to be very valuable, contributing in a bunch of other ways. Uh, And if he's patient he works on finding those shots that suit him, I think he's going to be fine. I like him. He's going to be a good player, as will Cam Whitmore. They are going to be a very fun team. Adding Dylan Brooks and Fred VanVleet to this squad is going to be very fun. Two connective tissue-type pieces that I think Uh, Are gonna make them shoot up uh, the standings this season.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.